Hello, welcome on into the uh, 177, <laughs> technically, because um, I don't know how to count. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. I didn't mean to laugh at you. I'm so sorry, Jackie. I'm, I, I should be a better friend. I should be a better host, co-host, and not do that. You know what I mean? I should help you, you know, understand the intro of, of our show, you know? I, I should be doing that. But no, me, I just laughed at you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Everyone, everyone laughs. No one asks how I'm doing. <laughs> All right. See, uh, he, he laughs at you. Uh, no, no, no. Continue to continue what you were saying beforehand. Uh, so actually, welcome on into the actual 177 because I don't know how to count, and I listed last episode as 175, and the episode before was technically 175. Ah, uh, you forgot to change it. Uh, no, I didn't forget to change it. I just didn't put 176. Oh, okay. So you forgot to change it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I forgive you. Don't worry. And the listeners forgive you, too. They all know this is an actual episode 177. Right? I'll be sure to mark this as 175, part three. <laughs> part three. Yeah. It'll be funny. So, anyway, welcome on into the FS Podcast. Oh, also known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. Okay, all right. All right. If, you, <laughs> if you guys are new to the show. Me handing the mic over. Yeah, I could tell. I thought I was trying to hand it back over. Ah, uh, no. It, it goes it. up for the assist. And, and he misses. Yep, yeah. So anyway, so welcome on in. Uh, if you guys are new to the show, uh, as you can tell from the intro, that we are not professionals at this all, at all. We're here to have fun, give you guys fantasy advice, talk about you know football in general, get ready for the 2023-2024 season, which is like a month away, by the way. It's crazy when you think about it, that the off season, and I will admit, this has been one of the boring off seasons I've ever been a part of. I really hate to say it. I, I do. I do. I mean... Two years ago, like when we moved locations, that off season was pretty boring too. It was, yeah. But the one after it, it was amazing. It was just trade after trade, mind blowing. You know what I mean? It was great. Um, but yeah, so welcome on in. Uh, today's episode, we'll be talking about as you can read from the title. Uh, we'll be talking about our top ten tight ends going into the 2023-2024 season. Again, this will be about fantasy football, full PPR. We're gonna do our rankings this episode for our tight ends. Um, and imagine that we're doing our rankings before the season started. Yeah, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. I'm glad you chose us. But last year was not that organized. Uh, we were still making our top ten list, like what two weeks into the actual season of fantasy yeah. football. Yeah, that so was. Those were some long episodes. Yeah, that was horrible because not only did we have to record those episodes, but we had to also throw in like our starts of the week and sleepers and stuff like that in the last minute, and we were just not prepared at all. Honestly, I wasn't even paying attention to when the season was coming. So I was just like, ah, oh, don't worry, we got plenty of time. And then, like, the next day is, like, it was already drafting day, you know? Yeah. So, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not going to. We're going to get this. We're going to get the product out ahead of time, guys. We're, we're going to help you guys out before the draft. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's that time of year. It's that time of year where everyone's creating their draft, you know, their fantasy football leagues, being invited, getting ready to schedule a draft. Everyone put their bets in. You know what I mean? It's fun. It's fun. It's always that fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited for this year. I'm going to win it all. Definitely. He says gonna. that every year. Yeah, yeah, that's my Cowboys thing. That's my Cowboy fan yeah. thing. That's my attitude. You gotta have a Cowboys attitude when you're look playing at fantasy football, huh? Look at the Cowboys, though. Yeah, peaking. they have that attitude every year. They they haven't been in a mm-hmm. long time. Just peaking in the nineties. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, enough about the Cowboys because I'm pretty sure the Cowboy fans already hear enough about trash talking. Yeah, they're uh, definitely up there. Yeah, definitely one of the. the yeah, yeah. So, uh, before we get into our top 10 list of tight ends, uh, we're going to go ahead and go over some news that came out since last episode. I will, just a heads up, I will say this though, a lot of news from training camp and practice have been going on, and and it's bad news, I hate to say it, because yeah. a lot of players are getting injured, a lot of them are, and it, and it's like a month before the season actually starts, so they may miss like one to two games on their first, you know, regular season. Um I will say this, though. I will announce this news. I'm very sad about it. He was a my guy. He was a sleeper pick for me two years ago. I feel really bad he did this again because I was really happy from this last season coming up. But Tim Patrick, guys, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, tore his Achilles and is out for another season before he even starts. Yep. Uh, that uh, man, come on. I, I, I feel bad. I, I really liked Tim Patrick when he played back in 2020. 2020 
Actually, you know what? It's 2021, 2022 <laughs> is when the last time he played. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a minute. And he had an impact. He really had an impact, you know, player, and he was always consistent. That's why I really liked him. And I was super excited going into the next year with him. Then he tore his Achilles and was out for the rest of the season. And then now, same repeat uh, happened again, you know? Mm-hmm. I just feel really bad. I, I really hope Tim Patrick is – I hope his career doesn't just borrow to just injury. You know, I really hope he does go out yeah. there and make a bigger name for himself. He has the potential to do it. It's just obviously these injuries are just happening bad. I I feel bad for Tim Patrick again. Mm-hmm. Um, But moving on from that, I mean, I, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Spoiler alert with you right now. He was going to be one of my, my guys because we were going to have a sleeper pick. Yep. Uh, a couple, you know, before the season starts about our sleepers going into the year, which one we choose. And Tim Patrick was mine. He was on my list. And now I can't do it no more, man. Yeah. What's up with the Broncos players always getting injured? I feel like if I make them my guy, they always get injured. So, you know what? I'm just going to stay away from that roster, you know? Give them a few I, years. I got, I got the Midas touch. I've, I'm sorry. The bad luck touch. I'm sorry. I, don't, I didn't mean to. I don't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, moving on. Yeah, there's... Uh, a few players who go down with smaller injuries, um, like I think we talked about it, Garrett Wilson went down last week, and I guess right now they have decided or came out and said he has a low ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. I personally think he should be fine. Um, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ankles are easy to go over, right? Yeah. <laughs> like also, too, Jonathan Taylor came out three days ago tweeting, uh, one, Never had a back pain. Two, never reported back pain. Not sure who your sources are, but find new ones. Mm. JT, you hear, speaking of the news about JT, you hear what he did? Hmm. So Jonathan Taylor with the Colts, of course, has requested a trade from the Colts. Yep. Um, They came out and said no. Yeah, they did. Um, But he still may get traded. I don't know. Because it's either him get traded, because I feel like if he doesn't get traded, he's maybe pull a uh, Deshaun Watson Watson massage guy and just sit on the bench for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. uh, unless he gets paid or traded. I'm pretty sure. Um, I I hate to say it, but JT man, I, I it really you you were a great running back like two years ago. You got injury last year. Yeah. Um. He's okay when he was healthy. Yeah, he he. If he's healthy, he's he he's like one of the top four running backs in the league in fantasy football. Yeah, um, when he's healthy, of course. But I don't. I just don't like the fact about him. I don't know trading. You know, like I just. I think I'm just being selfish because, like, what if he goes to a team that already has a star running back? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he just like now he has to split carries with him. You know what I mean? And and it's. I was like, imagine you know him going with the Cowboys with Tony Pollard. You know what I mean? It, it's it's difficult to think about. Yeah. But yeah, so Jonathan Taylor did request a trade. If he does leave the Colts, guess what? Um, the only player they really have over there then is my boy Michael Pittman Jr. Mm-hmm. at the receiving end, and offensive end. So uh, we're gonna have to find out if he does leave. I don't, I don't know. Yep. Uh, also, to kind of the last bit of injury news is uh, Calvin Ridley hurt his toe. Hmm. Not the big toe. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it as far as injury news. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that is more just like second team players that got hurt. Yeah. Um, Soreness here and there. Yeah. Uh, but the big one is that Alvin Kamara, and it's been an issue now for a while, he's expected to be suspended. Uh, no one knows how long yet NFL hasn't came out and said. Yeah. I don't remember the incident, uh, what happened last year. Yeah. I do remember him getting injured. I think it happened on uh, Pro Bowl night when it was in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pro Bowl weekend, I think it happened that time. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. I do remember like a police report about Alvin Kamara and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's no, it's no biggie that they're gonna go ahead and suspend him for what he did. I, again, I don't know what it is. Um. But obviously, like Jerry said, we don't know how long he's gonna get suspended. For. Yeah. No one's came out and said yet. I don't even have an idea of like all I, season. <laughs> right. Like I don't have an idea of how long he's gonna be suspended. Um, I have a question for you, but do you think him being suspended like the first couple games, let's say he's suspended for like the first four or three games, right? Yeah. Is that going to affect our uh, our uh, top ten running back list? Well, Are we just going to make it still where like he doesn't get suspended? 
I hate to say it, the way Alvin Kamara's been playing lately. Mm-hmm. You don't see him top ten? Yeah, and if he is, it's like nine and ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just feel bad because, like, man, come on. Like, the Saints were. Uh, are, you got are, that script. They got that script. Yeah, right. The Saints um, ha- actually had a lot of hype going into the season. I know they got Derek Carr, but, I mean, they had Chris Lillard, Michael Thomas, and then they were going to have Evan Kamara. You know, mm-hmm. those are pretty, like, those are, like, three solid offensive players. You know what I mean? And then for one of them to get suspended, it's, it's a little difficult. Uh, especially with Alvin Kamara, the guy that's a two-down back. He likes to catch those passes also. So, yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I, I I think I'm looking right now to see if I missed anything or we missed anything, but I think we got it all. Um, but, yeah. All right. I guess we're going to go into our top ten list. Top ten tight ends. Yeah. Hold on, let me stretch my back real quick. So, those of you who decided to jump in now, we're saving running back uh, mainly because of Dalvin Cook. Yeah. No one's heard anything about Dalvin Cook, where he's going. I was actually talking with uh, a couple people today, and a lot of them a lot of them have predicted that he may or may not go and sign with uh, the Cowboys. Um, yeah, I know the Jets was another one. The Jets were another one. So, it's a... Lose, lose for me as a fantasy guy that likes you know plays fantasy because if he joins the Jets, obviously Brees Hall, his values can go down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And same with Tony Pollard with the Cowboys. So, so don't go to Dallas or any like of those Pollard. two. But it's up to you, man. If you like, obviously you. If I was you, I would go for a, a heavy playoff team run. You know what I mean? So, yep. and and those two are in, are in contention. Yep. Um. So, anyways, going back. So, again, so we're going to talk about our top 10 uh, tight ends going into the 2023-2024 season. Again, this is a uh, scoring format we talk about is full PPR. And if you guys are new to the show and you don't know how we make our list, is here, is how, here how it goes. Did I say that right? Here is how it goes. There you go. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you second, very much. Second time worked. Yeah, right? Um, so, me and Jagger make our own top 10 list, list by ourselves. I was going to say the other one, but I couldn't say it with my speech impediment. Um, and then we just get our list and we put them together and make one final product of our top 10 list. And we census ranking. Yes. Of our rankings. Again, this is our top 10 tight ends going into the year. Um, I do like to go from 10 to one, unless you want to go from one to 10 this time, just due to the fact, because when it comes to the top 10 ranking list, most of the time, besides running back, I will say running back is a little bit more different. Um, but most of the time, you know who the number one player is. You know what I mean? Do you agree though? Running back is a little bit more difficult because you. Just, I feel like it changes every year. Of a, it a, does about the you know the number one. A lot of one. the time, it's players you never would have thought. Yeah, and I hate to say it, it is true, but it's good too because those players are making a name for themselves. Um, but yeah, like it's hard to be the number one running back into the league. You know. Mm-hmm. So. So, anyways, do you, so you want to go from one to ten then, or? Uh, or do you want to go from ten to one? Let's go one to ten. I mean, the first like four. The first four? Or first three, you usually know where they're at right now. Yeah. The Mount Rushmore. So, uh, starting off our, our number one spot. This one's pretty much a no-brainer. I hate uh, uh, But yep. Travis Kelsey with the Kansas City Chiefs is our number one uh, tight end going into the 2023-2024 season. Not much to say here. The boy and Patty Mahomes are a great duo. They... They're like I think they passed Gronk for the most touchdowns duo yep. last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he's just a major target for Patrick Mahomes, and he just always gets his touchdown. He's always racking up that points. You know, mm-hmm. he he gets a lot more points than wide receivers and running backs combined sometimes. You know, um, yeah. Travis Kelsey is just an elite tight end. That there really isn't too he's much. He's usually gone in the first round. Yeah, like, first round, first second round, and gone out of there. I just hate to say it, but I mean, I don't really know what to say. Like, I don't know what to say about him, but that uh, people are... nothing else to say. Yeah, like, like that. People already know. I don't want to say this, that, because like, yeah, I know. It's because it's Travis Kelsey. That's why he's him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Travis Kelsey is our number one spot going into the year. Um, so going on to our number two spots, I, know, I know it's weird, but any final thing, thoughts about no. Travis Kelsey? Alrighty, so going into our number two spot, uh, Mark Andrews from the Baltimore Ravens is our is at our number two spot. Uh, no brainer here. This guy has been making a big splash the last two years into the league in fantasy football. 
Um, he's always been there, but he's always been like a background character. But then that one season he had with Lamar Jackson when he oh. was just like the number one tight end that year was crazy. Mm. That's when he they carved him in the Mount Rushmore tight ends that year. It was like uh, when you watch those old cartoon movies where they got that really gooey cheese pizza. <laughs> and it's just like you look at that and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Like the Goofy movie pizza. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Mark Andrews is our number two spot going into the year again. He still has Lamar Jackson as his quarterback. It was going ch- to change. It was close to changing this year. But they signed him a contract, and Mark Andrews and uh, Lamar Jackson always have a great duo they they have a great connection uh, it's yeah it's one of it's like one of those rare tight end slash qb connections you know yeah so i mean if they keep going at a rate like this they could be up there with gronk and you know and kelsey and mm-hmm. patrick you know i wouldn't say they would beat them but they could be they'll be up there be up there with them yeah right they're going for sure yeah so anyways again mark andrews is at our number two spot going into the year you got any final thoughts on mark andrews before we move on to our number three spot no Alrighty, going into our number three spot. This one could be a little questionable, but I like it. It's going to be good old George Kittle with the 49ers. Yes, 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 I know he doesn't have his boy, Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy. himself. Yes. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) 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 Jimmy G is not with the 49ers no more. Of course, they came out saying they're going to go full stand on Brock Purdy. Uh, with uh, Trey Lance still in the back. Um, but George Kittle, I, he's a solid tight end. He's a solid player. I know he's not going to get as many receptions and targets as he did when he had Jimmy G as his quarterback. But look, man, you can't leave him out of the equation. We saw that last year, remember, when Jimmy G didn't yep. start for the first six weeks? Yep. He was still racking up points. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I hate – I mean, it wasn't like how it was with Jimmy G. He wasn't racking up 40 points. But it was still good from, like, a tight end point of view, you know, from, like, yep. 13 to, to uh, what, 16, 15. That's great, man. That's great for a tight end, you know. You're, get you 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 you're like, in the gold part if you get double digits even, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's usually lot. eight points. Yeah, it's usually, like, eight points. But if you get, like, 12 or 13, 14, that's great for a tight end, you know. Because most yeah. of them get, like, five to six, eight points on for average. Sure. A lot of them do. If you don't have, like, the top three, then, yeah, definitely. Um, you had any thoughts though on Kittle? No, he's. I think just limit your expectations. It's not going to be a Jimmy G regular performance. Yeah. Uh, but he'll still be solid. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, what round do you see him leaving? Oh, for sure, he's gone second round. Yeah, you think so? Either start a second round or midway through. Yeah, definitely. Um. So anyway, so moving on for our number three spot, uh, which was Kittle, we're going on to a number four stop. 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 Next stop on the bus. Next stop on, yeah. Our number four spot is going to be Darren Waller with the New York Giants, bro. That felt so weird to say. I'm sorry. That's just, New York Giants. That, the, the, the way it rolled on my tongue just does not feel right, dude. It's just. Mr. Raiders didn't like it. Yeah, I just I don't understand it. If you guys are new to the show, I'm a Raiders fan, and as you can tell, during the offseason, Waller was traded from the Las Vegas Raiders Raiders to the New York Giants. Um, Jagger, do you want to say why we have him in our number four spot? Uh, because he is really high on my list. That too, but why is oh, he? Oh, okay. You actually want me to uh, get my points. Yeah, go. Well, you were uh, telling me earlier. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> what did I tell you? Earlier, uh, uh, the teleprompter ain't telling me what to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. The screen's not up yeah, there with all the right. words, right? Uh-huh. No, so, I mean, look. Like, I told Wea, it's like, who else is Daniel Jones going to throw to? He hurts every wide receiver he throws to. Yeah, he does. Uh, Saquon's there for one more year. And they did a lot to get Darren Waller. So, and I, I think Darren Waller is still going to be solid. I don't think he's going to be near where he was, you know, with the whole Derek Carr connection. Yeah, true. Um, but I feel like he has the possibility to be better just from the lack of targets. Yeah. 
Yes, I know my boy Wandell is over there, but I think he's still hurt at the moment. Yeah, true. I just like I I agree with you. Like he's like one of the main targets over there for the New York Giants. The only thing that sucks about it is because he's probably the only target there. So the who are they gonna, you know? Just put everyone on Waller. Get more, yeah. Who are they gonna, you know? And it's gonna be on Waller. And and I, as a Raider fan, I saw that with him with the Raiders. I saw them just before we got Devontae, You know what I mean? Yep. Like I saw them. They just crowd Waller all the time because it's all he threw to. So. But Waller can handle it. He really can. Mm-hmm. We've seen him be a beast uh, with the Raiders when he was one of the only targets there also. he I'm pretty sure he could still be a beast with the Giants, with Daniel Jones throwing him the ball, with him being the main target, everybody knowing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen it before, and he was still able to make the top five, I think, tight end spot that year. I think he was, like, number two, actually, three that year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Waller's still a great. He's a he's a big dude too. Like he's sure. he's yeah. Like uh, it's gonna take a couple guys to tackle him down, man. It, he's not quite like uh, what was it Kittle on that one playoff run, that playoff game where it took like the whole team to bring him down. Yeah, one dude jumps on his back. Kittle's still running. <laughs> that was just like oh man. Yeah. So uh, Darren Wall gooey pizza moment right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, from Goofy. Yep. Um, you know who uh, uh, sidetrack? You know who else makes pizza look good? Mm. The Ninja Turtles, bro. The oh. Ninja Turtles know how to make pizza look True. good, dude. True. Ooh. By the way, the movie came out today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't uh, even know that movie was coming out until it came out. To be <laughs> honest with you. Um, so going back to our top ten list, so Waller is our number four spot. So moving on from number four, we got our number five spot. Um, Jagger, do you remember on top of your head without looking? Do you remember who it was? Uh, no. I'll take that as a no. Dallas got it with the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. is our number five spot going into the year. Uh, So I remember that? way back when, when Zach Ertz was over Dallas Goddard. Uh-huh. And then they slowly phased Zach Ertz out of the Philadelphia Eagles scheme and put uh Dallas Goddard in. And they full send on Dallas, Dallas Goddard they after they gave away Zach Ertz. For the past few years. Yeah. And he's been solid. Yeah, and especially with him being on a team that was the Super Bowl runner-ups, you know, yep. Super Bowl championship runner-ups. And, look, man, he has a great quarterback. He really does. Um, I think it's just like it, if a quarterback – I mean, if a tight end is on a team with a really great offense like Dallas Goddard, he's going to make the top five to six spot on the top ten list just because mm-hmm. of the fact he's a tight end. And he's going to get reps. He's going to get catches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like if if it's a if it's like a a player like Patrick Mahomes, I like to pass Josh Allen. I mean, like like likes to pass the ball to everybody. Boom, there you go. You know. Yeah, you're still getting a few. Yeah, and like the first, I will say this: looking at the list, like the first five to six tight end players that we have on our list, those players are like the players that like you don't really need to count on a touchdown for mm-hmm. or a catch on these guys. Will get you more than a touchdown, more than a catch. You don't you don't need to rely on one touchdown each week for them. You know what, what I mean? like is after last year we actually started getting a few more. Yeah. Tight ends who were getting towards that stage, if you will. Yeah, because they would get like no touchdowns, but a lot of receptions mm-hmm. and still get like rack up to like thirteen to fourteen points yeah. per game. Yeah. So, but back to Dallas got it though. How do you how how do you feel about Dallas got it at number oh, five? I think he's gonna do great. Yeah, you think he's gonna go higher? or Think he stay at five? Uh, I feel like he has the possibility to go higher, but the safe bet is for him to go where he's at, if not a little lower. Yeah, and that's still good. That's still really uh-huh. good, you know. And Dallas got it with the Philadelphia Eagles, man. I, I you know, you know. I, I'm just thinking to myself, like, because I know they they got rid of Zach Ertz when he was with the Eagles. Um, how did he do when he Zach Ertz left? He did pretty good. Did he make top ten? Uh, I don't. He might have. It's been a while. Yeah, true. I mean, but I still have a lot of faith in him. I really do. I mean, like I yeah. said, he's on a great offensive team. So um, he's definitely one of those players that you want to draft. Um, he is a tight end with that you draft kind of like in the middle of the draft. So like around, around five or six. Because I believe that's when I that's where I got Zach Ertz last year, if I remember correctly. It was around like six or five. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can wait on a tight end if like the top three are taken already. Dallas Gata is the way to go. That's like a safety blanket, you know. So. Yeah. So Zach Ertz left Philly in like 2019, and then 
Uh, the following year, Dallas Goddard, not so well. 2021 20, yeah. was his placement. But after that, he's been at 11. He cracked number 12 last year. I feel like he has the possibility to break top 10. I think so, too. I think so, too. And it's and I hate to say it, but there is that many Titans to crack it to make it the top 10, so he can definitely make it. Yeah, up. you know, I feel like if Kyle Pitts can do it, anybody can. Anybody you know? can. Yes, anybody can. That's crazy. <laughs> so... And moving on from Dallas Garda, that number five spot. Any final thoughts on him? Uh, no, I just feel like you might be able to get him a lot so, later yeah. than you might think you can. Yeah, definitely. So moving on to our number six spot, we got Evan Ingram from the Woo! Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Yes, even though I know, I know they got Calvin Ridley, who's another big target for though. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but, like, when it comes to a tight end, it's always that, besides, like, a running back, it's always that goal line touchdown, a little slant route, you know what I mean? Just a like, quick pass, a little handoff, you know? Those tight ends are there to always get that sh- that, that red zone touchdown, you know? Um, I'm excited, though. I really am excited to see how he plays with this new team. I mean, with them adding Kevin Ridley, you know what I mean? So I just want to see how the offense comes together as a whole with them already having Travis Etienne, Kevin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and then, you know, good old Jesus football himself, Trevor Lawrence to lead the way. I just want to see how it works out in the scheme for him. I think it's going to be great. I think he can still make top 10 this next year. He made top 10 last year. He made number five. That's crazy. And we have him at number six. I could definitely see him staying in the same spot. Maybe he can make number four. I don't know. I don't see him top three, though. The reason he made number five was weeks 13 to 16, where he got 14 points, then 40. 40. Yeah. That's more than almost any player gets all year. Yeah. That's like, um, that's a little players that are ranked like 13, 14. (laughs) Yeah. And then 14, 18. Crazy. He had a 15 point game against Denver, a 13 point game against Houston, a 12 point game against Indianapolis. There's a reason he was a constant start of the week for me. Yeah. And a lot of people were not rostering him. He had a really low roster he percentage. Did. I did. He did for a while, huh? Yep. I remember that. But I brought him to light. Ba-ba-bum. And I'm really hyped about that. Yeah. Evan Ingram, man, he's a great tight end. He's one of those reliable tight ends, especially for Trevor Lawrence. Again, I'm looking for that red I, zone touchdown. I feel like, too, anyway, you know, with Trevor Lawrence now getting Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence already knows Evan Ingram is a solid target. And he hasn't really gotten to play with Calvin Ridley because he hurt his toe. Yeah, so they think they already kind of got like that connection a little bit. Yeah. So, oh, what's that? I'm in the red zone. I need something, you know, 10 yards. Pass Maybe me the just, ball. You no, know, it, it's third and goal. There's Evan Ingram. Yeah. Whew. Catches Ooh. it. Easy money. Hold your extra point from PPR and your six. <laughs> Boom. Good job. And whatever yardage he got. Yeah. Um, so you can tell I like Evan Ingram. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely <laughs> tell. I can definitely tell. Don't worry. I'm like that, too, with certain players. Um, so you got any final thoughts on Evan Ingram being, uh, being at our number six spot going into the year? I feel like he has the possibility to stay at five this year. I think so, too. I, I think feel so, like he, too. If it goes well, he could be up there with the Mount Rushmore. If it goes super well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can because look at the offense. You know, you it just got to – gotta just, at this point, you got to wait and see. Um, so hyped. Yeah. So at our number seven spot, after going off Evan Ingram, our number six spot, uh, we got good old David Njoku with the Browns. Sleeper. He was one of of those major sleepers last year, man. It's just. And then like massage man came in. Yeah. If man, if you picked him up for like a you know a a week, one of your players was on the bye, whatever. He did well. Like he would give you like thirteen to twelve points. Every time you started him, David Njoku is a great, great tight end. I know the wide receiver plus like target core over there is a little bit weird with the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I know they got good old. There it is again. There it is again. <laughs> I know they got Amari Goopy, and then they got good old Elijah Moore. Um, adding good old you know David Njoku to that already is a great you know great target threat. Honestly, man, do you see? David Njoku going above seven this year? Or do you think he may stay like in the top, I mean, the low fours, like yeah, seven, I, eight, I nine? I feel like I see low fours just yeah. because you have Amari Goopy, uh, Elijah Moore. We, you can't even forget Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah. And Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's getting the ball. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And 
Yeah, David Njoku had a little bit of Evan Ingram moments. He had, like, you know, a 24-point game against Pittsburgh, 15-point game. But it wasn't consistent, was it? I don't think it was consistent. It was always, like, week. Like, look at this, right? So he gets 14 points against Baltimore week seven, and he's out week eight. Week nine, they had a bye. Week 10, he's out. Week 11 against Buffalo. Okay, it's Buffalo. Yeah. Four points. Not a Kyle Pitts, 3.9. Really? 3.7. And then he bounces back, 14 points. Out another game. Gets 18 points. And then pretty much for the rest of the season, he's at five, six, five, and threes. Oh, I'm so, oh, my head fell I'm so good at that. But he did finish in full PPR, uh, the tight end number 10. That's he had, good. He had four touchdowns. That's not bad. But I feel like, if anything, he's more likely to just get lower. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he can either go a little, uh, stay in the same spot or go a little bit lower. Honestly, where he's at on, on our list at number seven, I feel like he that's as far as really he can go. But I honestly, that's totally fine with me because I would need a tight end like that, and I don't mind drafting David Njoki as my main tight end going I into see the year. it's mainly just due to Elijah Moore because we haven't seen how Elijah Moore yeah. is. They've already come out of camp and training and practice, and they've said Elijah Moore is solid. He's doing great. Of course he is. He was a great wide receiver. He was. With the Jets. Just, just not with Zach Wilson. Yeah, they didn't have a QB. No to, one was good with they Zach didn't, They didn't have a QB to, QB to utilize him a lot. Yeah. So. But. Um, do you want to move on then for number seven to number eight spot? Yeah. All right. So going into our number eight spot of the year, we got good old TJ Hawkinson with the Minnesota Vikings, a guy that was traded during the season last year from the from the Lions, right? Yeah. So he was traded mid-season. Yeah. Lighten it up in Detroit. Comes to Minnesota. Stinks. Minnesota. Absolutely bad. Hey man. Don't 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 do that to my boy TJ Hawkinson, bro. That's a lot of people's boys. He was the number 2 tight end in full PPR. But Yeah, like didn't cuz he had like two monster games really. He that, had that two was 40 it. bomb games. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember when he got – do you remember when he got traded to Minnesota? I think it was, like, um, right before the trade deadline, so it had to happen around – 10, 11. Yeah. So then he plays Buffalo week 10, gets 12 points, 8, 15. And you're like, oh, okay, that's good, 7, oh, 11, oh, thir- 8, oh. And then he comes out with 36. Oh, okay. And then 12. And finishes the year off with – 40? Two points against Chicago. Yeah, obviously you can tell TJ Hawkins is not consistent, but a lot of these players really aren't going into the rest of the list. But look, man, TJ Hawkins. He had six touchdowns. Yeah, it's hard to thousand yards. It's hard to count him out. Um, He's still an elite, you know, tight end over there in the NFL. I mean, when he got traded from the Detroit Lions, he was he was one of the great titans to have on your team when he's with the lions and i feel like yeah. he could still do that with even though he's with the titans i feel like you can get him at a budget though yeah you i think you could probably steal him i really think so i really think teacher hawkinson you can steal um meaning like not a lot of people are remembering him and you could just take him in the blind spot you know what i mean like boom he's mine i get those i get all the points you know it may not be consistent but at least i get a 40 pound 40 bomber at least twice every two months you know <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, it is mainly. I feel like it's mainly due to oh, he's he's on the Vikings. Yeah, they got Justin Jefferson over there, right? Um, do they though? Do they? I don't know if I want him. Hey man, JJ gets a lot of targets. He does get a lot of targets. It does at that point you don't really need another target like that over there. Mm-hmm. All they go through is Justin Jefferson, and it's great because guess what? Defenders can't stop him. Like they, I don't know. Yeah. Like Justin Jefferson's just built different. I don't. I don't understand. Um, maybe that's why he plays football, right? It is. That's why he's got the golden grill. Yeah. Yeah. So, any final thoughts on TJ Hawkins before we move on? No. Like I said, you could probably steal him. I honestly see the latest I see him going, possibly, let's talk 10-man league here, maybe 12. Yeah. If if you're going to be in a 12, just move it up like one round. Yeah. So, like, for a 10-man league, the latest I see him going would be like round four, round five. That's the absolute latest. Um for 12-man league, he's gone, like, round three. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> just gone. Like, I don't I don't know, man. It, it's just. There it is again. It, it keeps happening to me, man. 
I think so. I li- honestly, guys, you got to drink more water. If you like us and you live in Arizona, man. Stay hydrated. You got to stay hydrated. It's hot out there. It is really hot. It, it's definitely Even hot. Even if you're out. not working outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still hot. hot. It's still hot. Just make sure you guys stay hydrated. I, I want my listeners, our listeners to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So they can keep listening. listening right? I don't want them on the concrete floor and just still listen to a podcast and just dehydrate it. You know what I mean? Which is great because you're still listening, right? Oh, they look. They uploaded a new episode. <laughs> huh. Play it for me. Yeah. Give me some water. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> so much. Um. Anyways, what did I? What, what were we talking about? You were talking about uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Look, man, going back, Mister Omi himself. All right. Yep. He's Kirk not. Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. I know he's not Jimmy G. Where he likes his tight ends a lot. Okay, positions. I mean, he football. Does like his tight ends. Yeah, he does. He does. But look, Kirk Cousins loves his wide receiver. He loves his star tar- target. He loves Justin Jefferson. He loves Double J. Who doesn't love Double J? I love Double I J. I loved him. I had him. Yeah, exactly. That was amazing, right? When you had Double J. Look, everybody wants Double J. So does. Kirk Cousins himself, but look, man, you can't forget about TJ. When you have Double J, you got to have a side of TJ on the also side. too? Yes. Got rid of Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen. So there's a few more targets that open up. Dalvin Cook ain't going to be there. Exactly. You, you finish the food on your plate, you still got TJ over there in the corner. You got that dessert. TJ Hawkinson, you can't forget about him, man. See, you can't. Justin I, Jefferson is like that nice steak yeah, you order right 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 and then tj hawkinson is like the sides you get yeah like, like the, some like the corn. potatoes the baked potatoes, potatoes or something yeah right but look i know it i know tj hawkinson is not mr oatmeal we've seen it jack just read it off he doesn't get consistent points every week but he's look no kelsey. yeah he's no kelsey he's no mark andrews but look man I will still have him and like once every two games have a 40 point game that I don't yeah. mind at all. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Because at that point, there's like a 50 50 chance he's going to get me at least 10 points, if not 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't mind having TJ Hawkinson. No, no one does. So any final thoughts on him before we move on? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be like, why'd you place him so low? Yeah. Uh, you can thank me because I placed him at like eight. Yeah, I'm going to save myself here. Eight. I will save myself here. Is that okay if I save myself? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I did I'll sink ha- with the ship. Yeah, you can I jump off. I did have him ranked higher. I had him at number four on my personal list. Yep. But like I said earlier, sink with the ship. when we make the list together, we put them together and try to make an even amount of lists. Put this them together and the final product. Yeah. Bippity boppity. We boom. put them together and he got another eight spot. Um, but anyway, CJ Hawkinson, uh, at our eight spot, moving on to our number nine spot. It's going to be Cole Komet yeah. from Jaggers team, the That's Chicago right. Bears. Can I just state, I'm happy now. We have had two players from my team in top ten rankings this year. That's pretty crazy, huh? I'm very happy. That's the first for you. It is. It usually never happens. Yeah. It's more like the bottom ten, mm-hmm. not the top ten. I used to have two each year. Yeah, and now look at you. Yeah, not only uh, – yeah, actually, I think I still only have two. That's so the main reason, right, that Cole Komet is even here is, get this, ladies and gentlemen, his quarterback is actually decent. <laughs> he throws him the ball. Like I like he said, get this, like we do, we're not going to get it, like we don't <laughs> understand. I know you guys maybe don't know this, um, but his quarterback's pretty good. Justin Fields. So also, too, he was a touchdown machine. Cole Komet had seven touchdowns last year alone. Yeah, wow. He finished the year as the number seven tight end in full PPR and in standard. Yeah. Uh, because touchdowns are keen in standard. Um, but get this. So he starts out the year one target, one target, three targets, four targets, mm. three targets, three targets. And then, baby, we have liftoff. Houston, <laughs> we have liftoff. Six, seven, six, Actually, seven, six, five. So good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I hate to say it, man, but Cole Komet, dude, I honestly feel like he can like we have him in our number nine spot, but I feel like he can make like five. I feel like he could. Or maybe even six. Or even six, yeah. Just because look, Minnesota last game of the season, fifteen. Week before that, ten. Week thirteen against Green Bay, thirteen. And here, boy. Here was he go. pretty consistent? Was he, he consistent? Was. So he's like one of those consistent tight ends you can have. A little bit. He started off rough. Yeah. You no. Know? Like 10 points each game is enough, right? So he hit 8.5 week five. Then he had two, then five. But then this is where we get consistent right here. So uh, this is where we have liftoff, Houston. Um, Chicago. So 
Yes. <laughs> Houston's better because you know it's like. Uh, I was saying. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know. uh, but week eight against Dallas, it's nine points. Then 22, 23, six, uh, five. Eh. It happens. He fumbled that week. <laughs> he actually fumbled. He didn't just like metaphorically fumble. Hey, no, he, he actually fumbled. fumbled the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, week 13, he drops 13. So then you're thinking, <laughs> wow. Oh boy, he comes back off the bye. Week 15, he surely should drop 15. No, he dropped six. Okay. Then seven, then 10, and 15. He has a lot of bright spots. He really does. So he's like a better consistent. Uh, he's like a better consistent tight end player to have than like a Tyler Higby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, one I of the- feel like he's the more watered down version of T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson was only the number two tight end because he had two forty bombs that that year. Yeah. But you look at the roster, right? They got D.J. Moore, traded for D.J. Moore. Darnell Mooney's still there. Um, we don't talk about the running back room because that's atrocious now. <laughs> Uh, but Justin Fields can run. Yeah, definitely. But I feel like Cole Komet has the chance, like Wayo was saying, he could break into, you know, top five. Yeah, I definitely see that happening. Or be on that door knocking. Come on. Let me in. Let me, let me in. Let me in. Sorry. I'm from uh, Chicago, I know, but still let me in. I'll go, like, sit in the back. I won't say nothing. <laughs> I'll just be here, man. I want to observe. <laughs> I want to observe Travis Kelsey and all them. Yeah. Please. Let me get a picture. <laughs> uh, no picture, sir. Uh. But, yeah, Cole Komet, I feel like he's going to be solid. I feel like you could honestly steal Cole Komet just because of the team he's on. Yes, I say that as I'm a Bears fan. But as all Bears fans know, true Bears fan, our team sucks. <laughs> um, we say that every morning we wake up for Sunday, Sunday football. Yeah. Um, it's like our motto, you know. It used to be our quarterback sucks, but we can't say that no more, so we had to change it. Yeah, you can now. Even He's okay. I wouldn't say he sucks. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. You didn't have no Mitch Trubisky for no, four no. years. No, Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. And then Nick Foles came in and we're like, this is it. This is what it feels like to have a quarterback. And the next week later, he got hurt. Yeah. Well, that's what it felt like, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it was nice while it lasted. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So any final thoughts from Cole Commit? No, I like said I a said, lot. You can steal. Yeah, definitely. Absolute steal. I see. You could honestly, I feel like draft him, dude, like round seven. Yeah, you can definitely snipe him. Definitely get him a late round and have Crazy. a great tight end. That's what they were with Zach Ertz. Speaking yep. of Zach Ertz, <laughs> going into another 10 spot, we got Zach Ertz from the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know what people are saying. He's hurt. Yeah. Yes, we know he's hurt. But. <laughs> okay. But. Dot, dot, dot. This is where you guys are supposed to, like, interject. You know, you, like, pause the podcast, and you're like, you don't know what? You're wrong. No way. Throw the phone on the Yeah. Floor. And then you resume it, all right? So, you know, now you resume it. And I'm like, all right, listen. So uh, I put Zach Ertz at 10. That was me. I'm him. Yeah. I'm Ryan Gosling. I didn't have him. Um, the reason I did that is because look at Zach Ertz when he was healthy with Arizona. Yeah, I will admit from firsthand experience – that was really, really good for me because he was always consistent with Kyler Murray. He, he would have broke top 10. Yeah, he would have broke top 10 if he didn't get injured midseason. He was solid each week. He was averaging like around like 10 to 12 points each game. He was game. double digits every week except week 7 and when he got injured Yeah, on week 10. Week 10. Like, he was always consistent, making those double-digit mm-hmm. breakouts. I know it, it's not a lot, but that's a lot for a tight end. I had said it. A couple times before, I'm going to keep saying it again, man. If you hit double digits as a tight end, that's great. That's amazing. He dropped 11 points on Philadelphia's defense. Yeah. As everyone knew last year, Philadelphia's defense was pretty good. Yeah. Also, he dropped 16 points on Las Vegas. I just thought I'd say that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. He didn't play Chicago, so I can't say nothing. Moving on. (laughs) But, yeah, Zach Ertz, man, I I will vouch for Zach Ertz saying that he's a solid tight end, and he had a great connection with good old Kyle Murray quarterbacks. And he's still the quarterback with the Arizona Cardinals this year. Colt McCoy is still technically the quarterback. Oh, yeah, technically, technically. Uh, Kyler Murray ain't even on the depth chart right now on Sleeper. Wow, that's crazy. But I feel like he'll be fine. I think he'll be there season uh, season one. Uh, I think he'll be there uh, the first game, week one. So that's great for like Ertz because we saw the connection last year. Jagger just talked about it, all the points he scored, and then he did amazing against the Raiders, whatever. Um, 
But Zach Ertz, man, I mean, I know he's a little bit older in age, and I know it may be a little bit more difficult. But look, man, give him a chance. Just do it. I did, and it's so well. Yeah, I they don't have uh, D Hop no more, and he did so well when D Hop was not there because remember D Hop last year got suspended for like the first six games, five games, and that's when good old Zach Ertz was like popping off in double digits from ten to twelve to thirteen, you know. And guess what? D Hop isn't there no more. They still got a couple wide receivers over there, like Hollywood Brown is still over there. But like, I think Zach Ertz will still get his targets. And, and, you know, actually, I think he may get more targets this year, you know, when he's not injured going into the year. And I will say this, too. Um, so, Zach Ertz, I feel like he's not going to be ready week one. Yeah. For sure. Um, but you can definitely keep an eye on Trey McBride. He is the next man up. Yeah. And he had a few bright spots. He dropped 20 points against Atlanta. That's really nothing to write home about because uh, Atlanta – was terrible <laughs> last year. I hate to say it. Atlanta fans, you know it, and I know it. Yeah. You were bad. Yeah. It was it was bad. And it wasn't in like, man, they were bad, dude. No, it's like, you suck. Yeah, yeah. I want a refund. For my yeah. Ticket. Like, I have season tickets for this. Can I get a refund? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Trey McBride, he started out rough for Zach Ertz, you know, when he was gone. Yeah. The thing is, though, that Trey McBride wasn't even really in the game most of the snaps he was only in there for like maybe anywhere from like 70 to 80 yes i know that is considered most (laughs) uh, considering the fact that uh cole commit all those other tight ends were mainly in there near a hundred percent of snaps and but trey mcbride had a few bright spots he was getting them targets he got 10 targets against atlanta caught seven of them a touchdown and 80 yards Mm. that's pretty good that's not bad a few weeks before that six targets five targets four targets like, he, the targets are there for the tight end position in Arizona. Yeah, so, like, you'll get, like, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he gets those targets, you at least get, like, five to six points per game. Yeah. It'll it'll help. It it'll, it won't be no Zach Ertz, yeah. right? But what you can do is probably pick up Trey McBride and Zach Ertz. Boom. Boom. Both in your flex spots, and you'd be solid. I just mean keep Trey McBride and then start Zach Ertz once he's healthy. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, because Zach Ertz, you know, as most people know, uh, I don't know if you knew this, um, Old. But when they're out with injury, uh, they get zero points. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did know that. Okay. I did, I did okay. know that, yeah. Just checking. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I was checking on the people, not uh, you. Uh, I don't appreciate it no more. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's our number 10. Yeah, that's- I mean, I don't have too much to say about it. I already vouched from earlier. Zach Ertz is our number 10 spot going into the 2023-2024 season. And that's our list. Then it's not two weeks into the season. Yes, let's go. We got it out early. Go, clap proud. it up. Clap it up. Clap, 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 clap. Slap, 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 slap. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start reading off the list from top to bottom. For number one and number ten, just a little recap real quick. Number one, we got Travis Kelsey. At number two, we got Mark Andrews. At number three, we got... George Kittle. At number four, we got Darren Waller. At number five, we got Dallas Goddard. At number six, we got Evan Ingram. Number seven, David Njoku. Number eight, TJ Hawkinson. Number nine, Cole Komet. And number 10, Zach Ertz. That is our top 10 list going into 2023-2024 season for the FS Podcast. Again, this is the tight ends. Um, This one I do feel good about, the first five. (laughs) Um, But we're going to find out because tight ends are always a little bit questionable each time. Each year, it's always different, except for the top five. So, um, any final thoughts, I guess, before we move on? Uh, no. I feel like a lot of these lower-ranked tight ends we have on here, though, do have the possibility to go up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely, like I said earlier, like I, I see Cole Komet and uh, Evan Ingram going a little bit higher than we ranked them at. Like, we ranked them at six and eight. I mean, six and nine. I feel like they can make a jump for, like, five, you know? Mm-hmm. Either one of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so do you want to do you want me to send this off or what? Yeah. All right. So thank you all for tuning in today. I'm talking to these people. Oh, sorry, the mic was still on. No, <laughs> you didn't mute yourself. You did not mute yourself. So thank you all for tuning in to the FS Podcast. This is one of the Fantasy Sports Podcasts. If you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger and the FS Podcast in general, what you do, what you could do is go ahead and follow our social media accounts, our Twitter and Instagram accounts. We at at the real FSP again. It's going to be at the real FSP. Go ahead and follow that, like it, and if you guys got any questions for us, go ahead and DM us and tweet us at those social media platforms. And 
You can also email us if you guys would like to. It's in the description of the podcast, just like everything else is. So go ahead and do that. And again, also, if you go on YouTube, it's also in the link of the description again. Um, oh, my God. I just did that again. I'm so okay. sorry, Jagger. I didn't mean to do that. I knocked something over the table. Sorry for Broke it. Yeah, bro. sorry for the noise. Um, going back to what I was saying. Just uh, making sure you guys were awake. Yeah. So make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is to be the FS Podcast or Fantasy Sports Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to that because we'll be uploading on content our content on there soon um also no matter what kind of platform you guys listen to this podcast on there's always that plus stuff follow button so kind of click on that so you guys can get notifications when we upload our next episode um if you guys are listening on spotify what you can do is go ahead and rate the show and if you guys are only apple podcast listeners what you can also do is write a review for the show and guess what if you write a review for the show we will read it off on the show just like this so we got two reviews in right now wow um this was these actually came in um uh in june oh so it's gonna be like man i really wish they knew how to count <laughs> yeah i i tuned in to episode 77 but it turned out to be episode 75 you know <laughs> was duped you guys one star you guys skipped episode 176 where's that at please i would like a refund <laughs> um anyways um so we got a we actually got a four star rating and it says love the show been following it for years Oh. And it's weird to say years because I feel like we just started this show. And it's yeah, but been, it's almost been like four years. Yeah, it's dude. been three years already. So it feels weird seeing the years, you know, in yeah. plural. Um, and then we got a five-star re- review saying, great show. And it says, very informative. And then also another one saying, uh, very informative, entertaining. The podcast gave a lot of good points in different players on different players. My bad. So. There you go. Jagger and Weyer, both informed and entertaining, lower their top 10 picks. Oh. Yeah. Weyer's like, I just wrote that. I, no, I, I can <laughs> legit me. show you right there. There's evidence. <laughs> it's on my alt account. Yeah, it's on my <laughs> alt account. I actually created like seven accounts and made these reviews myself. all just Weyer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all me. All me, baby. Um, but yeah, if you guys read a review like that on Apple Podcasts, we can also read it out. I don't even care if it's like, you know good or bad i just want to know how we're doing you should make it bad because I, I think that'd be funny <laughs> we just want to know how we're doing and so we can do better for you guys in the next episode again remember it's that time of year fantasy football starting people are creating the league getting ready for the draft it's always fun um so then again that's why you guys should turn on your notifications so we can you guys can listen to our episodes help you guys out before the season starts you know what i mean wow yeah um so anyways so thank you all for tuning into the fs podcast and we will talk to you guys all next time